You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back in. We'll get to the Blazers coming up bottom of the hour. A couple of NFL leftovers, too, that we haven't talked about yet today. But it is time for the mail sack. 503-250-1080, that's the fan text line. Still is. Let's see what we got today in the old sack. Uh, By the way, it is Rod Gilmore on the call. Is it really? Yeah, that's confirmed. It's Fleming Gilmore and Tiffany Blackmore who did the... uh, Same crew that you had. For Oregon, Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Not many things can unite Duck and Beaver fans. Hatred of Rod Gilmore is one of them. I had forgotten until after our show yesterday, like immediately after, I had forgotten about Rod Gilmore's fake racist and actual racism by him. Yeah. His thing against Mario. He did that. Mario yelled at Chris Hudson in a game and he said it was racist. Because it looked like a white man yelling at a black kid and everybody goes, he's Cuban. (laughs) (laughs) And... Rod Gilmore had no idea that he was Cuban. No idea. I and mean, he's only a play-by-play guy. How many of those gigs are there, Swag? How many How many Rod Gilmore jobs are available in America right now on that level? Uh, Seven? No, Eight? more than that. No, you have there's all, a like, lot the more ESPN than that. ESPN 3 and Pac-12 It Network mostly and, has and, to do with geography but it, but and it's who's... his level. So he's probably, what, the third or fourth in ESPN? Well, you've got you no, got Fox, you got that. ESPN, you got. There's probably because you go first would be Herb Street, second would be Todd Black, fifteen to twenty. Third, uh, RG three's ahead of him is on that the pecking order. Okay, uh, I think he's fourth. Who else is ESPN? Has Greg McElroy is another guy that ESPN does. I feel like him and McElroy just depends on who's closest. I also think it's pocket of the country, yes. right? Like Gilmore's yeah. not calling SEC games, and McElroy's not calling Pac-12 games. My point is, there's not as many of those gigs on that level as you think there would be. And so, like, if you're going to have it, maybe know if a coach is white or not white, especially if you're going to accuse him of racism. Well, the best part was that Hudson stood there and looked him in the eye the entire time, said, yes, sir. And then Chris Hudson's family came out after the game and said, no, we want our kid to be coached hard. Like, this is why we sent him to Oregon. (laughs) Did he ever have to apologize for the... I don't think so. I think he actually doubled down on it on Twitter and then never revisited it. And we just (laughs) acted like that didn't happen and moved on. So, uh, yeah, if you want to unite Duck and Beaver fans, everybody's all fired up this week. Just bring up Rod Gilmore. If you don't dislike Rod Gilmore, you're not a football fan. Um, All right, Chef Bruce wants us to power rank Thanksgiving pies. Oh, yeah. Chocolate, banana cream pie, caramel apple pie, pecan pie. Power rank those. It's pecan and the others don't even. Are we doing the pecan pecan thing? It's pecan. Um, It's how I say it. That's that's right. However I say it is the correct way. Love it. It's pecan pie, and none of the others. John Oliver literally had a thing table. on his show this week. He does that like now this, and it's like a video clip, and it was legitimately four minutes of news anchors pecan, arguing pecan. over pecan or pecan. Why? Why is your way right? 
by the way? It, like, do we have definitive evidence that your way is right? Did the pecan speak for itself and say that's what it is? Did he I'm open actually his, a pecan! <laughs> did he open his little, little pecan mouth? <laughs> I hate that pie, by the way. I do, too. That is dead last in my power rating. Oh. It's, yeah, there's I feel no like I'm other. A heart attack there's no me. other. You could have a smorgasbord of pie sitting out. If there's not pecan, I'm passing on pie. Really? Yeah. How? Why is that the only pie you like? Uh, I, pumpkin. I'll take or leave. I'm surprised pumpkin's not on that list. Maybe, but I, I, I'm not a big fan of warm fruit. But warm nuts, you love. Yep. <laughs> yeah, just checking. Glad we could pull that one for a future open. Just just checking on that. Uh, how do you rank them? I'm, I'm making I'm a not chocolate a, pie this weekend. I'll go chocolate. All the other ones I'm not eating. Really? Yeah, I don't like pie. Oh, Pies suck. Them. They're overrated. They're stupid, and they're useless. I think you just want to fight me. <laughs> we got Oregon, Oregon State playing, and then you tell me pie is the worst possible dessert. Yeah. I, I can do pumpkin pie yeah. like for Thanksgiving. That's the only one that usually is around. Uh, and cho- I mean, it's chocolate. Like, who doesn't like chocolate? It's basically pudding with whipped cream and <laughs> right. a crust. Right. And yeah. I don't. Sometimes I don't even eat the crust. I just scoop out the chocolate. Oh, but it's a graham cracker crust. Yeah, yeah. There could be good. There could be good graham cracker crust. I'm just not a big pie guy. Like, I, uh, I don't, I don't. I, I'm to not the pie. either. Not, I'm not a big of all the desserts that I could choose to have at like a gathering. Pie is bottom of my barrel. I don't mean to be contentious towards Swigard and his love for pecan pie, but yeah. uh, outside of that, they're literally I love them all. Yeah, you're a big pie guy. I'm a huge. I, mm. The rocks pie is my favorite pie too. The rocks pie. Yeah. What's the rocks pie? Poontang pie. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. I don't know. Uh, We might have a fight before the week's (laughs) over. None of us are going to want to be here Friday morning. Hey, what's your name again? Nobody cares what your name is. Uh, If you could have any pro athlete at your Thanksgiving dinner table, who would it be and why? Oh, that's a great question. Any pro athlete? Rory McIlroy. Oh, man, that's a great one. I love Rory McIlroy. He's thoughtful. He's considerate. Seems like a great dude. The kind of guy that I would love to talk to. Yeah, gives you compliments on your cooking. Yes, yes, just a nice, courteous man. Alice, this is the best turkey I've ever had. <laughs> Thanks, Rory McElroy. That's what you would do, too, if you had whoever you choose. You'd just address them by their entire name. The whole name, the entire time. Hey, uh, Lynn, this mashed potato and gravy's hidden. Thanks, LeBron James. Thanks, LeBron James. <laughs> Big fan, LeBron James. Who would I have? Current athlete. God, I want somebody interesting. It's got to be somebody that you would want to like. That's the whole thing about Thanksgiving is how many people do you want to sit around a table for for three hours if you have to. So I said this, and this isn't the athlete thing, and I don't mean to not answer the question. I just you're pulling a Mike Pence right now. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of am. <laughs> answer the question. So you know when you're asked about celebrities, you'd want to have a dinner with. You know who goes way under the radar that probably deserves more consideration. Henry Winkler. Yeah. yeah. Henry Winkler this weekend met Patrick Mahomes at the L.A. Charger game, and he got a jersey signed, and he did an interview. And he said, I got to meet my hero. Patrick Mahomes is 27 years old. Wait, Mahomes said that Winkler was his hero? Or Winkler said Mahomes is his hero? Yeah. Okay. Winkler said Mahomes is his hero. Good for Winkler, man. And I just, everything about Henry Winkler screams humble, yep. grateful, and probably a hell of a, a conversation. And so I think Henry Winkler is in this underrated celebrity you'd have a dinner with. Who's the athlete version of that? Who am I not thinking of right now? Mm. Rory's a good one. Rory might be that. Rory like he doesn't is. get enough credit for the guy that he is, how thoughtful he is, and then on top of that, the athlete that he is. 
I'm trying to think another sports. Giannis was is probably in that category. You know what? I'm going to go Giannis. Thank you. Giannis is fantastic. Giannis was asked last week by Serge Ibaka on his YouTube cooking show about Victor Wimbanyama. <laughs> and he said, what do you think about this Wimbanyama kid? And Giannis goes, he's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good he's answer. Gonna, he goes, if he stays healthy, he is a problem. And I, I love honest athletes like that. I don't need stuck-up, douchey, all-the-time guy. Giannis is probably mine. Uh, is Serge Ibaka not in the NBA anymore? He's just he's doing a, he's Giannis' teammate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but he does a cooking show? He's a, yeah, he likes to oh, cook, okay. and he does like, That's hey, cool. come over, and I'll cook something. He wears his chef outfit, and then they have just standard conversation. The funny part was Giannis <laughs> going, how many years do you think you got left in the NBA? And Giannis goes, what do you think, five or seven years? And I'm like, have you seen him play? <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be around for five more months. I don't know if it's going to end. Five to seven years. Uh, uh, Mailsack is the biggest problem in college football, not so much the playoff itself, but the fact that not everyone plays the same kind of schedule, eight games yeah. versus nine conference games, I, I, et I think that is one of the biggest problems in college yeah. football. I think non-conference scheduling is a huge problem. Yep. The biggest problem in college football is not there is not a centralized – seat of power as there is with the NFL with a commissioner and a league office. Yeah. The NCAA is insignificant to what is taking place in college football. Can, can I can I ask, can I push back on something there? Mm-hmm. I I would like to see a commissioner. Can it work though in college? Cuz I don't think it can. I don't I don't think you have enough there's too many egos with cuz you wouldn't get rid of conference commissioners you would have like a pseudo czar of some sort ahead of all of them well yeah. they would have to see you would they would all have to come together and agree to and it starts with it, you have to get so the SEC huge. to agree to what the Big Ten, the Pac-12, well, the you've Big got 12, that's to, not happening. No, that's the problem is you've got to, so it would be, if it was going to happen, it would be with this expl- expanded college football playoff model where that would that entity then would oversee TV contracts and they would disperse it and you have to go to a national thing the way the NFL does. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing that has to happen. So all of the revenue and income comes into one pot first and then gets distributed out in whatever formula they come up with. Until that happens, forget it. And I don't know that the SEC is ready to share with the other children. Well, this I mean, I've always argued that playing big non-conference games is not worth it. And this year is another example of that. Michigan played the easiest non-conference schedule in the history of college football. USC's two non-conference wins are against Rice yeah. and Fresno State. TCU played Tarleton in non-conference. And SMU in Colorado. So, like, yeah, it's just so- not worth When Washington made the playoff, remember what everybody made fun of them all year for? Their cupcake non-conference schedule? Guess what? They ended up in the playoff because they didn't have a non-conference loss. Uh, uh, um, uh, Heather Dinich, she had noted a couple days ago, Michigan, just by percentages, Michigan had the worst non-conference maybe in playoff history. It's a joke, and they backed out of a game. They were supposed to play UCLA, UCLA, which would have been a great non-conference game. And it's funny because UCLA's been pegged for having bad non-conference, and it's like, yo, uh, it's their fault. (laughs) We were supposed to play them. Michigan's a bad non-conference uh, partner, they've not only did they back out of UCLA, they screwed Oregon they screwed this year Oregon. in basketball. Yep, they That's were supposed right, yeah. to be in Eugene, and Ju- and Juwan Howard and Michigan were like, no, you can come to the big, the, you can come to Michigan. We're not going to your place. I I would not schedule Michigan. Screw Michigan. I I loved Michigan growing up. Screw Michigan. 
They're an awful partner. Yeah. The sad thing is, is they're playing, at least in college football, they know that they can get away with it. They're the and third-ranked the team in the country. Like, there's no punishment None. for playing nobody in non All yep. we care about is win-loss records at the end of the season. Yep. It is so stupid. So now with the expanded, so you have automatic. Mm-hmm. So that it'll be interesting to see then if... Because it, what it'll what it'll affect it is uh, attendance. I think, you know, in the in the Big Twelve school, Ohio State. If you schedule nobody and ninety five thousand people still show up, then there's no point in yeah not scheduling them. But if you start to see attendance wane in the Big Ten and the SEC for these uh, Sisters of the Poor games, that's when you'll see it because they know if they win the conference. They still get there no matter if they have a loss or two. I just I, I look at Oregon, right? And no matter how contentious this booth is getting this week, I do think Oregon is a fair example of if Oregon just says, we're not doing neutral site in Atlanta. No thanks, Georgia. Bye. Let's play Georgia Southern instead. Yeah, we'll play Georgia Southern and Clay, uh, Clay Helton. I mean, they're USC right now. They're a one-loss conference team with no big wins in non-conference. And you're setting up this week's game, if you beat Oregon State, to go in for basically a playoff spot between USC Exactly. There's no point in playing games like that. There's I, no reward. But that's and that's the part that I hate. To yes. that listener's question, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I love non-conference tilts. Yes. And it's it's you're gonna kill your sport a little bit if your non-conference schedule is Cupcake University for three weeks in a row. You just you are. We're not all the SEC. Oregon as good as attendance as they usually have. Man, when they play these cupcakes, Eastern Washington, it's eighty-five percent full, yeah. maybe. I, and I'm, I, and I don't blame people for not wanting to go to those games. They're yeah. awful. They're money grabs for lower-level schools, and they're basically exhibition practices most of the time for Power Five teams. And so, I hate that we punish these schools. It's why the expanded playoff can't get here quicker. Stop punishing schools for having two losses especially if we're uh, digging in and diving into what their schedules are. They're all different. Exactly. That's the whole thing for me. Win-loss record is almost a secondary thought of who have you played to get there. And is one of your losses a game that everybody else in college football probably would have lost? Then why are we punishing for games like that? It's just I hope that we get to a point where it's a more regular thing, but that's the beauty of an expanded playoff is that if you do schedule hard, uh, you're not punished to the point of you can still go win your conference and make a playoff. And you know that at the end of the year, as long as you take care of business when it matters in your conference you're going to get there uh, a couple more leftover mail sack questions I, enjoy, I love this week man i love i love rivalry week it's been fun going back and forth with listeners in the text line <laughs> somebody said uh dirt's playing big brother and trying to hedge his bet at the same time this is the damn state and i responded well don't you have to win more than twice in 14 years for it to be the damn state and his response just like a dagger in the side remember when you downplayed the rivalry game into your competition and you lost <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do. Hurt like hell. He said, I love you except for this week. You can kick rocks this week. That's how I feel about you, too. I love it, man. I love rivalry week. Um, Let's get to a couple more leftover questions since we're on a roll here. Uh, What is your least favorite thing about Thanksgiving? Oh, we've got to think long and hard about this one. You got us thinking, Bob, in Milwaukee. I mean, I'll, I'll go first. I don't. It's dead air. It's never a good thing. I'll I mean, see. my Thanksgiving, ours is so unique. For us, it's having to work on Friday damn morning when everybody yeah, else is still that. in a food coma. I do hate that. I hate having to work Black Friday. I, I'll say, thankfully, my in-laws, and that's where we go uh, for Thanksgiving. We go over to the Weiss family. They're more accepting of a non-traditional Thanksgiving. The thing that I do- dislike most about Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving food. 
90% of it sucks. And we need to to normalize this. Like, it's not good food. No, I think a lot more people are starting to move away from traditional. Some years, though, like, I'll be in the mood for it. Like, stuffing and turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy. Like, some, some years I'll be in the mood. I think it's important to have a like small like available like having a little thing of stuffing Man. sure or a little thing of potatoes or gravy or you know uh, not gravy but uh, uh, green bean casserole like yeah but like mac and cheese is better than all of those. I'm truly stumped. I don't know if I have something I don't like about the holiday. Yeah, to me it's just the traditional food. But but, but, but you can change the food. You can change. Well, not if you're not the cook. If you if you have to go to in-laws' houses for things, you're kind of at the behest of what they're cooking. Last year, I went to my brother-in-law's house, and we just decided we were ordering Chinese. And we just got a huge order of Chinese. Yeah, I'm all for that. And that's what we did. And Chinese it, food is delicious. It was amazing. You talk about a food coma. I mean, nothing puts you in a coma like that MSG in those noodles. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> so delicious. I, you know, I hate to I, – that's why I was quiet. I couldn't – I'm trying to think. I love the holiday. Uh, you're around family or friends. You got NFL football on football all day. Football on all NFL day. All day. You got, uh, you know, kind of the start. It's the pseudo start of 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 Christmas because either yep. the Grinch plays or it's a Wonderful Life plays. Um, you could start doing the Christmas music thing, or it's just an intimate day with with you and whoever you're with or whatever. Like I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. No. My only beef is if I have to travel multiple stops, and I haven't been doing that lately. So. I don't really have any beef with Thanksgiving at all. It is a great day. The only bummer is what Swag's point is. We're doing a show Friday morning, and I would always encourage people to please tune in, please interact. I don't think we're going to have an audience, personally. No. I, I know how that day's going to go. Anybody and... that's getting up early that day is Shopping. hitting Black Friday for whatever reason. But you don't even need to do that anymore. Like All these stores well, just have online deals all weekend and up until Monday. It's like... Black Friday lines almost don't exist the way they did even five, six years ago. So, you know, that's my only little beef, but whatever. We'll come in here and we'll talk about sports. Yeah. Yeah, there's worse problems to have in life. I just found out we got Ricky Williams. We'll talk about Thanksgiving with Ricky Williams on Friday. Yeah, there you go. What's the best Thanksgiving food when you're high? Oh, man. We'll have to come up with our list, me and Ricky. Yeah, your best high Thanksgiving meal list. Well, you sneakily are also a stoner. You just aren't as out and open with it. And one day Swag's also going to be a stoner because Swag will get there. He's going to be old. My my knee is in pain, guy. And they're going to be like, "Hey, try this joint." And he's going to be like, <laughs> he's going to be like the the security guard in How High with Med, uh, Method Man and Red Man. He's just going to be addicted stealing people's marijuana. Uh, Mail that question. Uh, what old man book is Dirt reading right now? Yeah, I finished my Daniel Boone book. I actually just ordered another book. How many week. pages was it? Uh, I was like three fifteen, something like that. Can I can I be old fuddy duddy to you for a second? Sure. You just ordered a book. I did just order a book. Yeah, I'm very excited what, about what, it. Why not the library? Uh, because I like owning books. I'm pretentious. How many books do you own before you go? I don't have room for these books. That's a I've good reached, question. I've reached that point personally. Well, then I've, you donate them to the library. Yeah, and then you can donate them. Uh, sure, but then it just becomes a weird cycle where they are now overrun with books. It's kind of weird. As somebody else touched this book. You know, it's like, uh, what did what? you do? What did you do to this book? You know, what you, what's going on here? Hopefully they just read it. What do you think they did to it? I don't know, man. Uh, I just bought what a new kind book. What of books are you <laughs> Are their pages stuck together? What are we talking about here? Uh, I just bought The Pope at War. Very excited about Is this, this the Catholic Church versus the world? It's the secret history of Pius VII, Mussolini, and Hitler during World War II. Oh, very excited about it. I can't book. wait for you to expose aspects of that sector. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious what yeah. the Catholic Church did. And, you know, they're 
you know, a lot of missteps over the years, and I think this was one of them, mm. but uh, excited nonetheless. So that's the next old man book I'm reading. A random community shout out here. I don't know if Multnomah is this way. I know Clackamas County is this way. Our local library, we just discovered, rents out not just books anymore. They've got fog machines. What? They've got leaf blowers. Fog machines? Wow. They've, I mean, name something. <laughs> They've food processors. I mean, they. you can rent anything from a wow. library now. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It is kind of badass. I kind of want a fog machine now. It's a community rent-a-center. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Well, nobody wants to own a fog machine. You're better off no. just renting yeah. it. It's it's usually oh. it's a it's a one off occasion when that you know what would make this event yeah, just over machine, the top. Right, need a fog machine. Yeah. Uh, last one quickly. Not counting Caleb Williams, which current Pac-12 quarterback will have the best career in the NFL? Oh, that's a great question. I think Caleb Williams is going to have the best career. Not counting him. I know. DTR's not going to be great. <sighs> yeah, DTR is kind of on the smaller. You know what I will say? Seeing Penix in person for the first time yeah. when I was uh, down in, in Eugene. Big dude. Listen yeah. at 6'2". He felt bigger than that. Really? Yeah. He's got the arm. I mean, you can't refute with what this season's been, so maybe Penix turns this around. I don't dismiss Bo Nix's shot. Now, he's got to stay healthy, and, and that might be the tough thing for him. But I think Penix, Bo Nix... I'll pick one. I'll go. Mm. Is there somebody we're not Cam Ward? Cam, Cam Rising. Cam, Cam Ward. Cam Rising, Cam Ward. Yeah, Ward's, Cam Ward's I mean, still got a couple years, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's now, got yeah. two more years to develop before yeah. he's. Insane athlete. He's got some real things he needs to work out. Watch it be old uh, what's-his-nuts at Stanford. Uh, tall neck McGee. No, because Davis Mills sucks, and Tanner <laughs> McKee is worse than Davis Mills. Davis Mills is going to get benched this weekend. Yeah, he's not playing very um, well. Wa- you know, watch it be Jaden Delora. It's going to be <laughs> Coy. We didn't talk about that. He had a rough weekend. So much for uh, Revenge. it being personal. <laughs> He threw four picks. Ooh. I think two of them were a pick six. Two were pick sixes. Yikes. I, I'm going to go Penix. Okay. I like Penix's arm. I, I couldn't have been more wrong on a player in the conference. There were a lot of whiffs for me. I think Penix is easily number one. UW's had a phenomenal year. They got a great shot to win the Apple Cup this weekend. And Penix, I, I just thought, dual threat guy at best. He is an absolute stud throwing the football. Being texted, and everything about Thanksgiving is great, except maybe the origin. So uh, there you go. We'll Sharing it. a meal with others? <laughs> we'll close it. There. Is that the origin in which you speak? Of course that's the origin. Of th- that's how it all started, man. It was all in the up and up. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 